All right, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition podcast. We got a Green Teamers pod times triple threat takes collab going on for the big uh, last minute NBA breaking news here ahead of training camp. Pretty much like the weekend right before training camp. The whole Easter, Eastern Conference landscape just shifts. We see Damian Lillard going out to Milwaukee for a much bigger haul than, let's say, the Miami Heat could have offered. Um, and then a big piece of that trade was Drew Holiday, which the Blazers then were able to flip to the Celtics for even more young assets and picks. So we got a lot to break down. We're going we're gonna to go in chronological order here, talk about the Dame trade, how that kind of changes up the Bucks roster, what they have left, um, their strengths and weaknesses. Then we're going to shift over, talk about Boston, what they have to give up for uh, Drew Holiday, if that was a net positive or a net negative. Um, and then we're going to kind of do some overall Eastern Conference talk, Western Conference talk, kind of see what the league's looking like going into training camp now. And uh, we'll probably do some power rankings, some maybe finals predictions. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'll, I'll kick us off here. Damian Lillard, he goes to the Bucks. They send a whole lot back to the Blazers, right? So we got Drew Holiday, center of the trade, a bunch of picks and swaps, late 20s, which I think will actually be pretty good. Who knows if Giannis is still going to be on the team then? And then um, some filler players. It was three-team trade also with Phoenix. Um, Nurkic went over there. They sent Aiden to the Blazers as well. So let's just start off. Who was the biggest winner of that trade? And I think we're all going to say the the Phoenix are the biggest losers. So what what kind of would you have hey. liked Phoenix to have done? Let's let's let Cook chime in here because I know Cook has said some stuff about Phoenix not. Oh yeah, I mean, so we I got, mean the Phoenix, Phoenix Phoenix is the clear loser. But I like. Uh, I mean, I think they had to get rid of Aiton. Um, I feel like the front office and him they weren't on good terms. Uh. I don't think Aiton uh, was really on good terms with his teammates as well. And so, I mean, you get a big guy in Nurkic who can maybe bang with with uh, uh, Jokic. But, I mean, obviously injury-wise, like, he's been hurt last couple of years. Um, I like – I do like uh, Aiton um, moving on, though, from Phoenix. I think, like, him being in a new spot will definitely – he'll prosper, hopefully. Like, he just didn't really show enough effort for me. Um in the yeah. playoffs with the Suns this past season. Cook, but, I got a question for you. Yeah. The Blazers say they, they view Aiden as a top five center in the league. How do you feel about that? Top five? I mean. Could be valid. It, I think he's right. I think he's right outside. I think he's top ten. But, but, I mean, you have Jokic. You have Embiid. Pat? So, wait. Just to chime in real quick. Aiden ranked his top ten centers. Uh, about two months ago on Triple yeah, Threat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. This is unbiased. He did not have a – Where do you have him? As an honorable um, He was oh. right outside the top ten. Wow. So, Aiden, do you think that the trade then was better for Phoenix than we're maybe making it out to be since um, he wasn't I such think, a top talent to you? I think Aiden has the potential to be a top five center when you – um. Maybe not top five. That's it. I think that's a little bit ambitious, but top eight center for sure. Um, in the right situation. In the right situation. That's kind of how 
I view um the league NBA. I mean, it's a lot of players. There's like there's very few players in the league who can thrive in any system, and fit is extremely important to a lot of players. It's pretty clear that Aiden didn't fit in Phoenix anymore, and now he's in Portland, where they're a super young team. He's gonna have the chance to just dominate uh, the ball early on. He'll probably average like twenty five and ten. And uh, wow. I'm actually a little bit upset because I just traded him in uh dynasty. So you think twenty five and ten? I think yes. I, like... I mean, so you think he's gonna be an all star? More likely to average twenty five points than get ten rebounds. But um, I think yeah. No, I I mean he. He's he's the dude who would put up empty stats, really. Right. Um, but so the Suns received Grayson Allen, Keon Johnson, Nasir Little, and Yusuf Nurkic. You're looking at those names. I mean, they're fine. Maybe, they're fine bench pieces. They're like they're like a lot of that. At the end of the day, probably I would say not the best haul for Aiden. If you're just taking, if you're looking face value on paper, not the best. But I feel like for what this Phoenix team needed. That's what I think, though. They were extremely top-heavy. I think they had no one off their bench. They had a bunch of minimum contract guys. Now they at least have, like, serviceable role players. Grayson Allen, say what you want about him, but he was great for the Bucks. I think. He's a great shooter, great great asset, I think, to have coming off the bench. He's not going to score 30, 20 points, like, but he's definitely a good role player, I feel like, to have around KD, Beal, Book. Um, use of Nurkic, like we said, like he's not going to replace Aiden, but in terms of what Aiden was even giving them, I feel like it's not a huge step down. I mean, Aiden wasn't being very productive there towards the end of his tenure with the Suns, So Nurkic at least will bring relatively the same productivity. Obviously he doesn't have as high of a ceiling, but I see Matt shaking his head here. So let, let, let's, let's hear why, why Matt's First so off, down on He doesn't it. say healthy. Like just how, ha- I know it's sort of a stupid cop-out answer, but he just doesn't say healthy. We're going to use that a lot later, so it's okay. And with your first point on the Suns just need depth, I would have said yes 100% right before free agency. Now, I, I think I think Aiden's with me on this, too. Signing Eric Gordon. They signed, They have a bunch Whoa. of, like, Peter Bates, Diop. Eric you Gordon do. is better than Grayson Allen. He is. What an obby. You, don't, you think Grayson Allen is better than Eric Gordon or no? Right now, I'm gonna look at their stats. But... I think I think for what they need, I mean, they have Beal, Booker, and KD. Like it's, he's a good shooter off the bench, but they need defense. Like they're gonna be scoring points. But... You guys remember when Grayson Allen got absolutely like embarrassed in the Celtics series a year ago by Tatum and Brown? Like if yeah, it's deep, Tatum and Brown, not the guy. So, Eric Gordon last season averaged twelve, two and three, on forty four percent from the field, thirty seven from three. And Grayson averaged 10, 3, and 2, 44% from the field, 40% from three. I think that's like way better and not way better. It's like pretty comparable, I mean, in terms of counting stats. But then Allen was shooting like almost 5% better from three. So I don't think it's that crazy to say that Allen's better. And Allen's way younger also than Eric Gordon. Or Eric Gordon's like, Gonna be out in the yeah, league in like Allen's two or three years for sure. But the Suns trying to win now. I don't know. I I just I don't think Eric like Gordon is like like them Boy. getting depth. Like an argument for the Suns, like now having depth. I don't think that's like 
too great of, a, of an option. I, just, I just think he's better than Grayson Allen. I think if you're trading Aiton, you got to bring in more than Nurkic, who's he's like he, he's a bad contract. He's a net negative if you're factoring in his contract. And Grayson Allen, who is barely playable in the playoffs. Nurkic yeah. has been the worst defense in the league for the past like four years. Like, I think it's totally fair to say they should have gone more. It seems almost like they were desperate to get Aiden off, off well, their their roster, yeah. and there wasn't many takers clearly anywhere else that they were willing to do this. Um, but I think I think we're kind of we haven't even spoken about the biggest piece, which is Dame, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's look at Dame more more closely. <laughs> the first of all, can we all agree that Joe Cronin's been a beast? Not taking the heat offer and actually getting a ton of value for Dame <laughs> I mean, compared Portland, to what everyone has thought. Yeah, Portland got an amazing haul for I mean and Drew Holiday, but that we'll get to that later. Um, so Dame, so let's let's focus, let's do quickly the Blazers end first for for Dame, what they got, and then we'll we'll kind of go into depth with the Dame on the Bucks part. So over from the just the three team trade, the Blazers got Aiden, Tumani Kamara, not too familiar with him. Drew Holiday, who then turned into Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, twenty twenty four first tough or protected from Golden State, and then a twenty twenty nine swap with Boston, another twenty twenty nine first from the Bucks, and then two first round swaps with the Bucks in twenty eight and and thirty. Um, so that's a lot of picks. That's like four first. That's five first round picks if you count the swaps as picks. That's pretty much a ton of value there. Aiton, who's young. Um, they got Drew Holiday, they flipped for more. So they got Robert Williams, who's super young. And now they have Malcolm Brogdon, which who they can flip again if they want to a contender. Although I don't know, it's not looking likely right now, but I feel like there's no chance they hold on to him. So, like, what do you guys think? I feel like that's that's sick value for a 33, 34 year old dude who's making like 50 mil a year. Yeah, Nuge, you want to take this one? Yeah, um, I agree with you. You have Cronin deserves props. Uh, kind of seemed like he was being blackballed and uh, making a trade with uh, Miami. So sorry, Miami, you guys lost out. Yeah, emo Jimmy over here. So yeah, I think he did a really good job at uh, getting addressing a position of need um, for the Blazers, as they really were kind of weak at the uh, center position, and now. You have two young centers who I don't know if they'll be able to fit on the court together, but um, even if like both are like, I think if you want to build around Aiton, which just seems like they want to do, Rob would be extremely valuable to trade at the deadline. And then you have Malcolm Brogdon, you could, who I assume they'll trade before the season to get even more pieces. So They'll have a, yeah, they have a plethora of picks and assets um to work with now. Their starting lineup now is Scoot, Sharp, Simmons, and then I think Rob and Aiden. Am I missing anyone? Jeremy Grant's gonna start. I oh, think I forgot oh, they have that's Sharp, sick. Probably, even though I love Sharp. I mean, they got a sick young team now, I think. Um yeah, Scoot Simons, Grant. That's a huge lineup. Maybe Rob comes off the bench. Yeah. Maybe- Probably Rob does actually. Also for health concerns, I feel like they might bring him off the bench. Um, but yeah, they sent Dame over to Milwaukee. I, right when that happened, the odds changed. The hype in the NBA was 
heating up around the Bucks. Everyone was like, that's it. They're winning the title, all this stuff. Were you guys buying into any of that when it was happening? I mean, thing- I did was take the uh, Milwaukee Bucks under wins. Wow. What was the line? I believe 54 and a half, something like that. I could double check, but some okay. risk. I like that. Hey, that. <laughs> Cook, what do you think about the Bucks getting there? I don't I don't see like the I mean they have no perimeter defense, in my opinion. Like I mean you have Giannis, who's the best player in the world, best defender in the world. Brooke Lopez is like a like inside guy, but I mean Dame he can't guard. He he'll give you 30, but he'll also give up like that much too. Um they lost like Grayson Allen, who was a okay. He was a dog defender. on defense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he, and he was a perimeter. And then, I mean, you have Pat Connaughton, Chris Middleton, who's old. Like, those... We'll see like, if he stays healthy. Exactly. And he he's, has health injuries <clears throat> or health concerns. So, I mean, I see... I think, I mean, he's the best best player in the, the trade. But at the end of the day, like, I think they got a little worse, in my opinion. Hot take, but... So, they're... Interesting, Cook. They're totally trading defense for offense here in the, yeah. in the Drew for... Lillard in I think what has been their sort of Achilles heel the past few years has been like just who can like go especially with Middleton fading a bit who can go get us a bucket like Giannis obviously can but they tried that like Giannis sort of steamroll to the paint get a like I don't know how sustainable that is especially as he's getting older it doesn't really work near end of shot clock it didn't work against the Celtics in the playoffs it obviously didn't work against Miami so I think Lillard is going to make them probably the best offensive team in the league or very close to up there. So their top seven is their starting lineup. Yeah, go Dame, through. Connaughton, Middleton, Giannis, Brooke. Then you have Bobby Portis off the bench. And then your seventh, because your seventh is like Malik Beasley or like Jay Crowder. Pick your poison. Similar to the Celtics though, dude. Celtics have a sick we'll get there. We'll get and there. a big drop-off. I, I just think uh, the Celtics top six, though, is a lot more balanced. I think. Yeah, that's true. And younger. A lot younger. Like, the Bucks is so super old with Brooke. Brooks with Dame. Yeah. Uh, how old is Portis? Like, Yeah, I think an X factor for the Bucks is um, Chris Middleton. Because oh, last year. He oh, Middleton. What am I saying? Yeah. Thought, like, he couldn't even check Jimmy Butler. Like, they had to put Jane, uh, Drew on him, who's giving, like, 25 pounds and three inches. So, if he comes back and he's the same way that he was defensively, they're fucked. Like, right. They have no perimeter defense. Like, Cook's well, even if he gets hurt, too. I mean, didn't he, like, tear his ACL or something a couple so- years ago? Sprained his MCL, I think. Sprained it. Yeah, he's guarding Jalen Brown. He, he's yeah. Tatum, like, I mean, maybe they do Giannis on Tatum. That's not I saw they might put Giannis, but then he's going to be exhausted. And then that yeah, just opens that it up so much game. for, for Jalen, Drew, like everyone. Yeah, I just saw Drew going to the Celtics is the worst case for Milwaukee, for sure. So, yo, I got a question for you guys. Does Milwaukee still make that deal if they know Drew Holiday's ending up on Boston? Just give me a yes or no. Yes, because I can okay. explain. I'll let them answer first, though. Cook. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I mean. Cook goes no. I say yes. Aiden says yeah. All right, you got why. I think it's their only way of keeping Giannis because he's due for an extension next summer. 
He's always said I want. He, he's been very vocal about it all summer. I want to be a Buck. I want to stay in Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee, but I'm going to leave if we're not competitive. If not, everyone's as committed to winning as I am. And I don't know how else they could have shown Giannis. I don't know what other star could have been attainable for them to show Giannis that they're serious about winning. They're as committed to him, as committed to winning as he is. They traded a bunch of future picks to show that. They brought in this guy that Giannis picked first in the All-Star game last summer over Drew. He said like two years ago, if there's one player in the NBA he wants to play most with, it's, Drew, it's Dame. Like, I think they, they had to do it to show Giannis they're serious. And I think because of this, he's going to sign a five-year extension with them next summer. Even if they don't win the title this year. All right, Cook, you want to back yours? Because you said the opposite. I just think, I mean, if you look at if you look at Drew, Drew Holiday, like against Dame Lillard um, a couple years ago, he locked Lillard. And I know that's your, that's your point. And give some context here for what yeah, Cook's yeah. talking about. Um. Yeah, 2018 playoffs uh, was Blazers versus uh, Pelicans. And the Pelicans swept uh, the Blazers and drew um, lockdown Dame. Dame, I think, shot around like 23% one guarded by Drew. Um, obviously, it's a little bit different now that he gets to play with Giannis and those, and he'll have the uh, pretty much like the best roller in the league. And Giannis uh, with him, so it's a little bit different now. But um, Celtics are, I'd say, like the best prepared team to guard Dame Lillard in the league now with Derek White and. Uh, but not super well prepared to guard Giannis, though. Correct. That's the, no, no. That's the downfall there, guys. You're forgetting <laughs> the Celtics of Al Horford. <laughs> I love Al. He's like thirty-seven. Al He's the only no. guy who could stop. Relative, Man. not stop. You can't stop Giannis. Can't stop Embiid, but he's the only one who was really able to consistently slow them down every game that they played against each other last but summer. But Grant and Smart had massive roles in that. Too. You're right. Probably Grant and Smart definitely did. I think Drew will fill that hole, that Smart hole, for sure. Grant, I was, I said this right when the Drew Holiday trade happened. If we had kept Grant, this team would be perfect in terms of a balance with the front court and the back court, defense size, like it would have been perfect. But obviously, so, like hindsight's twenty twenty, so it doesn't matter too much. Yeah, I just pulled up Dame's stats uh, from the whole series. Um, yeah, averaged eighteen and a half points, four and a half assists, four and a half rebounds. Um, but he shot thirty five percent from the field, thirty percent from deep, and he averaged four turnovers a game. So, obviously, way below his uh, averages there. Yeah, it's tough. That's do tough. we think Holiday is still the same? I think Holiday is amazing defender, but do we think he's the same defender he was back then? He's four or five years older. He just got quite frankly embarrassed by Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. I know Butler is bigger, taller, but he was totally embarrassed by him. So same guy. Can well, if you look at the playoffs, not this year, this like last year that we saw, but the year before that, the series against us, he was pretty fucking incredible. They won that game six in Boston all because of him, his defense on smart, that block on smart at the very end. Um, and he still, he still, he's still right smart too, right? To end yeah. The game. yeah. I mean, I think he's there. I don't, I don't think there's been any signs of him slowing down. I, I think if we all look at the playoffs as a whole last year, Jimmy had an insane first round, but he came back down to earth very quickly after that. 
I mean, I don't think that that was any anything on on Drew specifically. I think Jimmy just played out of his mind. Yeah. Bill Simmons said it was like a, a Jordan like series. Like he literally won yeah. every single game for his team. Just went out there and won it. So like I'm not too worried about that. Um but yeah, I, I think it's gonna be interesting to see because Dame's also a lot older. He's never played on such a competitive team before. Um he's gonna have, have to actually play offense at a high level, which he's done, but can he defend at a high level? I feel like that's a serious question and it will hurt the Bucks if he can't even step it up a little bit. So we'll see how that affects him. Um, but yeah, anyone else have anything else to add on the on the Dame front? Matt, do you think Drew like comes back with a vengeance because of A, Jimmy Butler torching him Ooh. in the playoffs and B, the Bucks uh, giving up on him? I like that, Ed. Good yeah, it's, like, kinda, it's a good question. Bruce. It's uh. It's pretty cool that those are probably the two biggest Celtics rivals, probably the two teams that will Celtics will see in the playoffs next year. So definitely think so. I feel like he's that type of player. Um, he's a dog, right? So Got the chip on his shoulder, sort of. 100%. Cool angles out too, really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We want to move on to Cook. You have anything, or should we move on to Drew? Yeah, we can move. We can move on. Drew trade. Yeah. So, Celtics traded for Drew Holiday on Sunday morning. Pretty crazy uh, move. I know we were all. I think we were all together for it. We were in the middle of a pickup basketball game. Had to stop the game. Everyone was on their phones. We were freaking out. It was actually pretty fun. Um, good memory for sure. Probably. I think the biggest trade, maybe, maybe the second biggest trade in Brad Stevens' tenure as GM. You might have to put the smart trade ahead of this just because of smart, but this is right there, neck and neck. Very, very debatable. Um, I was shocked for one. I, the second the Drew talk started, they were saying we have to include Horford or Rob to make the money work. I was like, oh, there's no way this is happening. I was probably thinking about the Celtics. Like Danny Ainge was still the GM, scared to pull the trigger on any on any risky move, not willing to take any risks. But Brad's all in, and I think this shows that this front office is all in, the management's all in, and I'm pretty fucking hyped. I think this team is sick now. Like we said, strong top six, Drew, D. White, Tatum, Brown, uh, Porzingis, Horford off the bench, um, Pritchard off the bench. I think Pritchard's going to be sick this year. Um, Jordan Walsh. So Jordan Walsh, sleeper pick to be big this year. 16 points per game in summer league. Um, so do you guys – so we shipped out a ton of defense, a ton of size. Um, so do you think this was, again, similar to how we talked about the Bucks trade? We, we traded um, – again, I think we – I don't know if we traded defense for offense, but I think we traded size for – I think wing wing like perimeter defense and depth, for, and depth. yeah depth for like another another stud. So Rune, what do you think? Do you think this was a net positive for the Celtics? And do you think how badly do you think we're gonna miss Rob next year? Big net positive for the Celtics. Um, I think had to trade Brogdon after everything that happened, and being able. I know you give up Rob. That hurts. That hurts so much. But. I think being able to bring back Drew in that type of deal where you kind of are forced to trade Brogdon, I think that is so good. Um, 
Obviously, you kept Tatum Brown. Horford, like I, would you guys rather have traded Horford or Williams? No, I would rather trade Rob. I would probably rather trade Rob, and I'm a huge Rob fan. Really, Cook? Yeah, just because Horford, I mean, he's consistent, stays healthy. Um, I mean, he's knock older. On wood. But... Knock on wood right now, Cook. Average out. Average um, out. But I mean, like also Rob. Rob has a lot of injuries. I mean, I love, I love Rob though. He's my, he's my, he's my favorite player. So. All right, if everyone's on there, Rob's Cook's fave. I think the Celtics are fucked. If Porzingis can't stay healthy, I don't know what they would do. Luke Cornett. Yeah, Luke Cornett's stepping up. So I think next step for Boston, trade for a third big, figure out a third big. Luke Cornett cannot be the third big. Who would you get though? I know, I know I'm a big Tice guy. Second the trade happened, I Brad's gonna go get Tice. We got the Grant Williams TPE. Go get Tice for Matt Cheap. Throw a couple other options you get. There's Isaiah more Stewart. options. There's a couple of people that fit into it. Um, Isaiah Stewart's one of them. Um, I'm a big Isaiah Stewart guy. Probably not going to happen. I think the price would be too high on that. Um, we'd have to give up. We'd have to give up a lot. I think. I think Pistons love him. I mean, I would trade like the regular five seconds, but there. But playoffs, he should not be touching the court. Stewart or Cornet? Cornet or both? Whatever guy we get. Probably won't play too much. He's touching the court in the playoffs. We're fine. Yeah, you're just trying to save little Porzingis. Exactly. For Don't minutes. play Allen back That's the other thing, too. Porzingis, I mean, he's a little injury concerned, too. Yeah, so here's some names that fit into it. Mason Plumley, um, Mark Williams. I know that's Aiden's guy. Um, There's no shot, though. Isaiah Stewart. I'm trying to name names that are feasible. Andre Drummond. <laughs> Kevin Love, we're not getting him. I think DeAndre Jordan. Too. Yeah, these are like all pretty awful options. But like we said, it's just it's just a serviceable guy that will give you like fifteen a game if you need to. Yeah, you never um, know. I'm available at the deadline. That's why I'm I'm so big on Tice because he could be so cheap, and in our system, he would just be. He's always just so good. He also knows Tatum and Brown. Like the chemistry's there. Like. He knows what the team is like. He's just obviously such a natural fit. Has had two stints with us already. I'm just so big on that. Might be kind of like a pipe dream. But we do need a third big regardless of who it is. So, I mean, we'll see who they get. But Wait, but overall, Matt, you said net positive. Aiden, Cook, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's positive for sure. I mean, you have Drew Holiday, who's basically just a market smart replacement. Maybe even better. I mean, I love smart, but definitely better. Definitely better um, offensively. Better definitely offensively. offensively now. Um, and I mean, I think that, that the one concern is yeah, big depth. But I think it was a good trade for us. I think it's a massive positive. Um, we've seen in the playoffs the Celtics have offense just becomes bogged down, and you. I mean, after Tatum went down in uh Game Seven. There was Derek White tried his best, but there was like nobody to really carry the torch. And uh, I think Drew is just a huge calming presence out there. Um, he's been he's been a key player on the team that won the finals. Um, probably the second best player on that team actually. And um, yeah, it takes away. Uh, he'll be he'll be a guy who's really uh calm handling the ball. And uh, his playoffs assist to turnover ratio is three. Jalen Browns is right around one. Um, 
So definitely won't see Jalen uh, turn, turning the ball over eight times in the playoffs anymore. In terms of so, like point guards definition of a point guard, is he the best point guard the Celtics have had since Rajon Rondo? Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of an actual point guard, handling, like passing the ball, bringing the ball up the court, initiating the offense, you think he's better than Kyrie? I think Kyrie's more of like a two. He plays the two right now with Dallas. Just saying. It's yeah, not that crazy Luke, to say. Luke is the one. I'd definitely rather yeah. have Drew. I'd rather have Drew on this yeah, team. I'd rather have Drew, but Kyrie's still think Kyrie's. Yeah. Or at least Kyrie was. Like, I'm blinded by hate, guys. So <laughs> hard for me to agree with that a little bit too much. But Drew Holiday think- averaged 7.3 assists last season, and the last player to average that many or more was Rondo himself. So I'm pretty excited about that um, for, the Celtics, think, for the Celtics. I think Derek White is going to start at point guard. I think Derek White's going to bring the ball up. Interesting. I mean, I don't I know. Drew, Joe Joe was talking about that in the uh, in the um, like uh, media day yesterday. They asked him about the starting lineup. But he said he doesn't know yet if he's going to go double big or um, go with the Drew White backcourt. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but let's shift out to like a more NBA wide um, conversation here and how this affects kind of the landscape now in the East and in the NBA generally. So pretty much, guys, are one of the Bucks or the Celtics a lock to make the NBA Finals? Forget who's out coming out of the West. Are one of these teams, are we guaranteed to see one of these teams coming out of the East? Who wants to take that? Uh, I'm going to say no, because I think, I mean, the Heat, they missed out, but I've always I've always respected Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. I think he just turns it up. Um, also, it depends on injuries as well. So it's a big thing. But let's say healthy, everyone's healthy, right? Yeah. Um I'll say no just because I mean anything can happen in the playoffs. But I think the chance of the Bucks or the, one of the Bucks of the Celtics going to the chip is far greater than any other team in the East. Pretty yeah. much the question comes down to are the Sixers and the Heat like I don't, even, I don't even, I don't even, even think, in their realm. I don't, I don't think the Sixers are. I think there's a lot of issues with Harden right now, and I mean, Embiid kind of chokes in the playoffs. Um, but I think consistently, yeah. Um, but Jimmy Butler, like, you can't deny the facts that he just completely balls in the playoffs. Like, hey man, I mean, as a Celtics fan, Matt, I still do not want to play the Heat in yeah, the first no, round of the playoffs. I, I never want to play the Heat. So, I get that. I think it's a lock, though, for one it's of them. Definitely, especially if you're saying everyone's healthy. If, yeah, I think it's a lock. under the assumption everyone's healthy, I think definitely, yeah. But I get what you're saying, Cook. Oh, my God. That's it. Bro, my shit just froze. Oh, we're good. We're good. Um, so Matt, you want to dish out your uh top five, yeah. top six power rankings? So a couple months, uh, actually about a couple weeks ago, Aiden Nugent here, special, 
especially Aiden Nugent, ranked the Eastern Conference teams. And I'll just go over his top six right now, and then we'll ask him, Aiden, if the order has changed. So read the one, comment also. On the yeah, post. like comment, all that. One, Boston. Two, Miami. <laughs> Three, Milwaukee. You got to read your comment in a sec. Four, Cleveland. Five, Philly. And six, Knicks. And just so we know, about two weeks ago, you got commented, what if Dame isn't traded to Miami? And Aiden yeah, baby. This power ranking would age poorly. So Aiden, oh, boy. What you got? Aiden, defend I yourself, bro. We're at the stage where I have to own up to it. Power ranking looks <laughs> like shit. The season hasn't even started, so <laughs> there will be some changes made. Uh, shout out to you, Gav, for speaking that into existence. Well, w- let's see what what are the what's the new top six now? Uh on the spot, Boston one, Milwaukee two, Ooh. Cleveland three, Ooh. New York. Or this <laughs> dude, this is crazy. He dropped really five. Is he going Indiana? Indiana six. Oh! Oh! Wow. Hey, it makes sense. They lost. They lost Struess. They lost Vincent. They I don't have really gonna... anyone else. They're starting Kevin Love right now. They have overweight Kyle Lowry on their team. I mean, is they're, a mess. <laughs> they're a mess. Jimmy's they want totally to valid. be in the play-in so they can say nobody believes in us and then do right. that shit again. Right. But this time they'll have to play. And they got Jimmy out here on media day being all emo on yeah. stuff. That whole charade was silly. I mean. He's just doing the shit like he did last year. Yeah, I mean, there's no chance. And I think mine is Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland, you got to put respect on the Sixers, and I hate the Knicks, so I'm going to put Philly ahead of the Knicks. Philly as four, just because they have Embiid, they have Maxi, and I think Maury will work something out for Harden to like play. They're obviously not going to be good. I'm not worried about them, but I think they're four. Um, God. The only reason I'm going to put the Knicks here is because the East is so top-heavy that – I got no choice, but the Knicks at five. And then, yeah, I got too many nightmares about Jimmy Butler and Pat Riley. Um, got to give them their – They it, it's a respect thing. They made the finals last year. They went up 3-0 on us. Then they beat us on our own home court game seven. As much as it kills me and that was painful as hell, you got I got to respect it. I got to put them at six. I don't know if you can call that respect. I'm putting them at six, yeah, but like fine. I got to put them <laughs> in the top six. I think Cook, Cook, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we both have Miami at three. I still, I'm putting Miami at five. Oh, no, like... you you just argued for your life that Miami would probably make the Eastern Conference Finals if the Celtics yeah. Bucks don't. <laughs> That's the playoffs. You... That's not regular season. Yeah, they want to be in the playing. <laughs> season ranking standings what what are we doing for what is power doing? rankings going into the season yeah okay yeah okay then i'm good with miami low i'm good with miami low yeah, yeah. going I, into the season yeah i think yeah, miami, that's what it is i, I put i put miami five and then new york six who's four cook in three um cleveland is three and then sixers is four 
Okay. But I'm out I, don't, I don't see the hype with the Knicks. I mean, Randall sucks. I, I think they got slightly better. Um, they Dude, they clapped the Cavs last year. They did, yeah, exactly. but yeah. I don't know, Donovan Mitchell's out. Yeah, Cleveland squad. Yeah, he, he's probably gone. Um, In the meantime, we're talking about how the East is so top-heavy. It's pretty much going to be Celtics-Bucks. The West, I think there's 11 teams with minus odds to make the playoffs this year out of the West, yeah, which that's... is craziness because obviously only eight can make it. Um, I think, like, what do you think the most wins in the West is going to be? It's going to be low. Like, you think it's going to be like 50? 51. Low, right? I think I think I think the Nuggets get over 50. Barely, probably. Over 60? No, 50. No, he said 50. He said 50. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's not saying much though. No, no, yeah. it's not. It's not. I agree. I think it's gonna be like maybe 52, 53. Something. It's gonna be a bloodbath. And while you have and while you have like the the premier matchup in the east, like nothing's gonna be better than Celtics Bucks. But I feel like in the West, there's so many like different, like sick matchups, like Golden State Nuggets, Golden State Lakers, Lakers Kings. Nuggets. There's a lot of talk. Kings, Golden State, like uh, Phoenix, Dallas, always interesting. Um, like there's so much more going on in the West. And like compared to the East, it's just like it's a it's, it's such a like a bloodbath out there. Um, like, what do you, I guess, what, what, what are the power rankings? This is a lot harder. What are your top six power rankings for the West going into the season? Aiden's Phoenix still one for you? Um, nah, I gotta go back. I gotta, I go Denver one now, Phoenix two, um, three through six. It's tough. It's like. I don't even want to rank them. <laughs> Do it. For the Lakers up there. Um, Memphis, I think, belongs up there. Really? Even without Jaw for like how many games is it? 25 games? 25. 25, yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm going to rip mine off. I think it's going to be different from yours. So I got. Phoenix first. Gonna shit on the Lakers. Jokic hasn't touched the ball in two and a half months, he said. He said his words <laughs> at Media Day. Um, I think I, I'm gonna put the Nuggets two, but I could easily put them three. I think Golden State is three. Um four, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm not putting the Lakers. I'm going to go four Kings. I think the Lakers are so overrated, dude. Everyone's like, they had an amazing offseason. They got so many guys. LeBron's old. He's been getting hurt every season the past two years. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy for his life, saying he wants to play 82 games this year. If he plays 82 games this year, he will not play more than a series in the playoffs. I think this is all such a media-like yeah, they were good last year. Give them a little, like they, they were, were solid. They got the swept playoffs. by the Nuggets. Yeah, but they played the Nuggets better, way better than any other team. I know that's like a stupid argument, but they, like, the Lakers were. They destroyed the Warriors. They were buzzsaw. They were so good. I know. I I, I agree, but again, it was because Anthony Davis played. 
Yeah. And the only way he's going to play is if he is hurt or rests or doesn't play like more than 50 yeah. games in the regular season. So I just think this team is so fragile and, and it's like everything has to go right for them in order to succeed or at least to be in the conversation, not even to succeed. Every, to win the title, everything has to go right for you. But they need everything to go right just to like have a chance. And I think with the age on LeBron, Anthony Davis's history, it's just such a question mark. So I'm going to put Kings at four, Lakers at five, and then Dallas at six. Nice. Interesting. Grant Williams factor. Yeah, Grant Williams. Yeah. Grant All his talking. Fact. Cook, what do you think? I don't I don't I don't know how to rank this, but I'll probably go Denver one, Phoenix two. Uh <laughs> man. I'm in between Memphis and Golden State, three and four. Um Lakers five. And then Oklahoma City Thunder six. I like that I think- pick. I like I think that pick. They're getting Chet back. Um, you know, they're a young team. I love Shed. I love Giddy. Chet um, Rookie of the Year. Chet Rookie of the Year. Aiden. Shout out Sammy Kapur. Shout out Aiden Nugent. Lock that shit in right now. Yep. Aiden, how much did you throw on it? Unit or two. <laughs> All right. Confident yeah, not, bet. Not, not that much. Not that much. <clears throat> I think the Thunder are sleepers, so. Will Simmons was saying he was he was thinking it would be cool if if uh, OKC got on the Drew the Drew sweepstakes they could have been he said he they could have been a top three team in the West maybe with Drew I feel like that could have been a really cool yeah kind of experiment to watch some leadership and experience there with all those young guys but um, it looks like they're gonna wait a little bit longer to see what they have before they ship out anything they have just so many assets it'll be cool to see what they do down the road yeah, what, Ryan, what do you think for uh, Power rankings. I just think Phoenix and Denver top two, and that is. I'm just gonna do my top two. I think. <laughs> uh, do the rest. Too hard to go four through ten. Only two title like contenders for sure. We're all just spewing shit. I think the Nuggets are one. Phoenix is two, and then there's a bit of a gap, and then there's like eight teams. What do you think between Celtics, Bucks, Phoenix, Denver? Ooh, rank those guys? Yeah, rank those guys. I think I got the East over the West. Fully? I think the Celtics and Bucks are both better than the Nuggets in Phoenix, yeah. I do. Nuggets Nuggets got worse. Yeah, for sure. The last Bruce Brownie was huge. Celtics, Bucks got both got better. My opinion. You don't think? I think there's a case to be made that the Suns are up there with the Celtics and and the Bucks, and I think I I would maybe put the Suns ahead of the Bucks. It's fair. I think after what we saw last year, the only thing that scares me is Beal. And yeah, like Beal just didn't really seem necessary to me. Like it just they should have. Like if went. they waited on Beal, they could have gotten Dame, for example. Yeah, like get Dame, even get Drew Holiday, like. Yeah. Wouldn't Drew Holiday be a better is, fit with Durant is, and Booker than Deal? Book's wearing the one, right? Yeah, like Book's going point guard. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's really weird. They're good, but they're not that deep like we talked about. And it's just going to be interesting to see how they fit. And their fit is more weird than like Drew Holiday with the Jays or like Dame with Giannis. Like yeah. Beal with Book is like 
and Durant, they're all way too similar of players, I feel like. Too, almost. too ISO. Too ISO. They all need the ball in their hands to like be impactful. It'll kind of well, be Durant like Durant uh, and Booker can do a lot. Give them credit. They're yeah, they were good. They were good. They're well rounded. But It'll, it kind of reminds me of a uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets with Harden, Kyrie, KD. Although I mean, Harden's a better facilitator than uh, that's a good comp. book. But they all need the ball, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see. That's a good comp. I think Booker's on a higher level than like a much higher level than Kyrie or Harden were though. No, agree, but I'm I think just, booked by top top eight player in the league. Playing, yeah, but like playing style wise, like the yeah, what it reminds me definitely. of. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Nice guys. Any more thoughts for us? Yeah, anything to close Who us out? Finishes. Uh, I don't know. Who do you, who, you guys, who do you guys think comes comes out of the West? Do you think it's gonna be Denver, Phoenix, or? I don't think it's yeah. gonna be Denver. Denver, Phoenix, or the field? How about that? Yeah. Denver, Phoenix, or Fields? I'm throwing a mortgage on Denver, Phoenix. Yeah, I'd go Denver, Phoenix coming out as well. I probably would see it's. I'm not totally sold on Denver again. But, I mean, Phoenix. I just think the motivation is not going to be there. And I think they lost a lot of key guys. And they're still going to be up there, but I don't think it's going to be the same team we saw last year. I don't think they're going to be nearly as unstoppable as they was they were last year. Ooh. Um, Jokic, if you're listening, I would, I would probably oh. be between Phoenix and the field. My dream is a Golden State rematch with the Celtics, and then we fuck them up and we end the big three era in Golden State. That's kind of I my, don't think Golden State's my pipe dream. I don't think I think the Lakers probably yeah, have yeah. a better shot of making the finals. Even though going into the season, I think Golden State's better. I just think. I forgot that Draymond actually is out now for a few weeks when making my rankings. Oh, so. dude. Yeah, like, they're all old. Johnson's just not good. Yeah. I would probably change my rankings now, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Random, but Cook, do you think the Timberwolves make the playoffs? <laughs> this is good. Anthony play. Edwards. I think Cook. they make the play in. Oh, but I think they lose. Uh, I just, I mean, West is just so dominant. Plus, you know, you know how it is being with the like rooting for the Timberwolves. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a bit dumb. Start bench cut. Start bench cut. SGA, Anthony Edwards, and Halliburton. I'm starting SGA. I'm a huge, huge, huge Shea fan. Uh, you gotta cut Hallie, bro. I'm. Oh! But benching Hallie. Yeah. Hallie over Edwards yeah, on the, think, on the um, thing. Cutting Edwards. Yeah. Dude, did you watch the summer, bro? Did you watch? It's a brutal the- take. Halliburton's was shit in the summer. Do you watch Anthony it's okay. Edwards? It was Anthony yeah. Edwards' team. I know, but. Steve Curry you know. loves him. <laughs> yeah, he does. Nah, he it's, only, this- it's, only for, it's only for the Minnesota fans. Just <laughs> <laughs> GW. Yo, oh, Chip, boy. if you're still listening to this. An hour in. That was for you. <laughs> All right, boys. Great work today. Sick collab between the podcasts. Yeah, thanks, you guys. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, can't wait for the NBA season to start. Let's go. Oh. Peace.